Welcome everyone. This is the Three SH podcast. Here bringing you episode two. Today we have our guest appearance, Mister C Stancil in the building. Clap it up. Okay, no clap, no clap, no clap. Thank you. All right, I'm the only one clapping. Inserts, inserts, sound effects. Yeah, wish I had sound effects. Um, and then we also. We also have, you know, the main crew, myself, RJ, and Marcus. Marcus is pretty. Yes. It's pretty wired today. Hello, Marcus is pretty wired today. But um, yeah, we have Mr. C. Stancil. Do you mind if I say your first name or no? I mean, whatever you want to do, it's fine. Okay, so we have Chris Stancil in the building. Our Westchester graduate just got his mm-hmm. master's. Fancy. M- masters in what? Higher education. Higher education. Sounds like a lot of Sounds like a sounds like a lot of money. Um, uh, it's it's meaningful. Meaningful work. I mean, that that's really what I was looking forward to because I, I just love what I do and it's really gonna help me impact people's lives in a positive way. So I'm just looking forward to doing that ultimately, you know. So I mean, of course all of that you know, it, it, it's a factor, but there's different ways to make money. But I'm really focused on the impact that I can make in this field. So, you know, it, it, it's cool. It's a blessing. It was hard, but I mean, it's done. And, you know, look forward to what's next. So, yeah, look forward to being here and talking with y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Because I'm going to tell you, I only lasted uh, a year and a half in college. So I, I give you more props for you doing how many years? Seven. Seven straight. Seven straight. Seven straight. Seven straight from community college to bachelor's straight to master's. So, yeah, man, it's a grind. And we'll we'll probably get into that a little bit later. But, yeah, seven straight. That's that's crazy because after I did my 12, 13, actually, because I went to pre-first. I I mean, yeah, pre-first. I don't know if you know what that is, but I did kindergarten, then went to pre-first. That's why I was was an old head. In, uh, I school. went to preschool, then kindergarten. So, no, 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 no. I went to kindergarten, and then from and kindergarten, then I went to pre-first. Yes, in the same school. So elementary, I did seven years. Oh no, Ooh. seven years. I don't pre-first. know. I don't. That ain't even real, is it? Yes, real. I'm telling. I did it. I they did. Made you do that? Yes. My, no, it was my parents. It was my parents that made me do it. Because apparently, because apparently, because apparently, listen, listen, because apparently, I guess that I guess my uh, elementary uh, teacher, kindergarten teacher told me that I wasn't ready for first grade. But it was ulti- it was ultimately my parents decision to push me to first grade. And they agreed with her and said, you know, push them into pre first and then do first grade. So, yes, I did seven years. Seven Ouch. years of elementary. I never heard of, of elementary school. Yeah, that's a, that's wow. a new one to me, bro. Yes. <clears throat> so, so yes. So, in total, I did 13 years of schooling. That could be the reason why I hated college. So, <laughs> you're... Wait, so... Oh, never mind. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I just find it that, you know... I look back at it, and to be honest, I went to pre-first, but I was still learning the same thing as the first graders, I went to lunch with the first graders. Um, I think it was a waste, to be honest. 
Yeah, absolutely. That was a waste of a year of your I, life. Honestly, I'm so sorry for you. I honestly thought it was it was a waste. Because Oh, it was. Oh, it sounds like not only not only I, I was learning the same stuff as the first graders, went to lunch, recess, all that. I basically had to do first grade all over again. Wow. So, like, because, like, I, I've heard of, like, parents doing things like that, you know, for developmental reasons for the children, but I, first. To be honest, yeah. I don't think there was nothing wrong with me. I thought, they, I, don't, I, don't, I thought the earliest they started was, was it nursery? And then it goes to pre-K and then kindergarten if they want you to do that? I don't necessarily think there was something wrong with you. Maybe you just had a different style of learning and retaining information. I But... I mean, with that, of course, them seeing something different from other kids, they said, hey, we see this in your child and mm -hmm. consider blank. But, I mean, that that's going to kind of go into one of my points that maybe we'll kind of get into is that people learn in different ways. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of what I studied is how students learn and why and how we can sort of help them, you know, hone in on those different and unique skills that they have. Because the thing is, like, you know, everybody is different. So they have different needs, they have different ways of retaining info. And, you know, that scares some people and that even scares some parents. So I don't know. Maybe that maybe that's a case of that. I'm not I'm not quite sure, but that's I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it 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 sucked. Uh, you know. I didn't understand until later, you know. It was like I said, I thought it was a waste because it wasn't really. I didn't struggle. I didn't feel. I didn't feel like I struggled. Maybe I say the only thing I could probably see was that I was lazy in kindergarten. But it's kindergarten. You're not really learning anything, from what I remember. You know, another thing is like a lot of teachers do that, and they fuck up a lot of kids. Like they they just base like you can't. How how are you gonna judge a kid in kindergarten? Like what? My point exactly. I don't even understand. <laughs> My point they, exactly. They do that with um, like how they what is it like they misdiagnose a lot of kids with that. What, what's the uh, ADD or ADHD? What's the one uh that makes you Both like? Of them. Yeah, like they miss they misdiagnose a lot of kids with that, cause they think cause they're hyper as kids that's what they have. Like a lot of teachers fuck up a lot of kids, and you know people don't talk about that. Like parents, most parents just go whatever the teacher says, cause you know it's a teacher. They just assume they're right. You know, yeah, I guess in your and I think that's too, what that. my parents did, yeah, because they probably thought you they know the teacher like, was right. Teacher knows more, so, so you know, oh, yeah, oh man, don't get know. me started on that. <laughs> man, I feel like that. You know, that's that's actually a good question. I'm actually tomorrow, I'm gonna ask my parents what was the reasoning for them to send me to pre first, and then I'll get back to you guys the reasoning. But I don't know, I feel like maybe because. As I, you know, went to middle school, went to high school, I still thought about thought about it every day. I was like, damn, I'm graduating with the class under me, and I did an extra year of schooling. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Wow. So, yes, originally I was supposed to graduate the class of 2013 because I was in kindergarten with all of them. Wow. But. So, so you think in a sense that's sort of something that held you back in college or at least your first uh, year of college? I'm not, I'm not going to say it fully, but that could, I think that could be a possible reason. I was just tired of schooling. Maybe I could have, you know, I, I look at it, it might sound silly, but I look at it like, you know, maybe I could have took that extra year and went into my sophomore year of college 
and maybe something in my sophomore year of college would have like pushed me to just finish. I don't know. That that that's just how I think. I don't know if that makes so, sense to you guys, but that's just how I think. See, the thing about it is, you know, with, with first year students is that, you know, there's like these similar struggles that they all encounter. You know, there, there's many barriers that impact how they first off, you know, get access to a post-secondary education. But beyond that, sort of acclimating to a new environment, a new way of learning you know, new faculty members and new people around them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, those, those prior experiences that you had, you know, in elementary school, high school, all those sort of impact how you navigate the institution and sort of what I did in my prior work and, you know, my education is learn, you know, how do you support students in that? So that you definitely don't want to discount your experience because it all attributes to how, it impacts your experience on campus. So, no, it, it definitely attributed, I believe so. Okay. Um, but I, I'm glad. That's where, that's where I would bring you into my office and sort of explore, like, hey, well, you know, what were you interested in in high school? Where did you excel? You know, what, what type of goals do you have coming out of high school at, that led you here? You know, and how can we work towards those? Like, that's sort of what I do um, in my work, so – Shit, well, it sounds like low key. I, I, I could have, I could have had you, and you know, you probably could have pushed me. It's, it's crazy. And you, you know, <laughs> the thing is, is that you know the the field of like um student affairs and things like that. Well, my full degree is called higher education policy student affairs. So let me just break this down for in the simplest way possible. There's different sort of, there's different departments. There's different divisions of like a higher ed institution, either if it's a small, medium, large, private, public institution, nonprofit, for-profit, whatever it may be. There's something called academic affairs. Just think of it all as like your schooling, your classes, like everything that has to do with what you're learning. Then there's something called student affairs. Everything from what you eat to where you stay to all the opportunities you have on campus in terms of internships, you know, there's these things called experiential learning opportunities, which means you could join a club or organization, or you can actually get some actual practical experience through working in a department or in some type of office on campus, right? So basically, there's aspects of a college or university that focus on a student's learning in and out of the classroom, all right? So with that, you know, this field is fairly new because nobody, you know, it's taken time for people to say, well, students are not just learning in the classroom. They're also learning outside the classroom as well. And even the work that I do, like it's, it's just starting to gain traction. So, cause even when I transferred, you know, from Bucks County Community College to Westchester, like many of the positions and things that are on campus right now, they weren't there when I was there. Yeah. Like there's just starting to build up. So I think what's pretty cool about higher ed is that it's constantly evolving slowly, but it is. So maybe somebody like me wouldn't have been there. I'm, I'm not quite sure. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. But I know for a fact I needed somebody like me on campus, and that's what I try to be because I know that, you know, students like me who entered yes. in a non-traditional way, like I had a certain amount of needs and they weren't met when I was there. But now – they have those people there and I have the opportunity to be one of those people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, like it, it's, it, it's something, but don't, don't never discount your experience. Mm. You know? 
Yes. Very true. So basically, what 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 I what I got out of it is, you know, you're the person, right? When you were in college, you were your own person that you needed. So now that the newcomers that are coming in that are like you, you're there for them. Yes, in a okay. sense. Pretty okay. much. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So it's like, <laughs> so, to, I mean, so sorry to cut you off, but you're basically the person like you don't want to see the kids go through what you went through. So you basically already know what they're going through to guide them. Yes. And you study it and you practice it and you apply theory to your practice. Like you, we, we studied all of that stuff for the past two years. And then we actually had to work. Mm-hmm. And then connect our work to the actual concepts that we were learning in the classroom. So being able to put those two pieces together, like you're better informed to do professional work. And yeah, so basically, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. That, that, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, man. I mean, it's good. there's a couple other people in here. I know a couple of y'all have either some different perspectives or, you know, experiences with college. I know Rue. You know, he, he you have some you have some college. Akron in the building. That. Akron in the building. Oh yeah, I was I went to <clears throat> to the University of Akron for a year. That was cool. I, staying on campus was fun, man. Now living in the dorm, it ain't nothing else. I I can't think of another experience that would have that would have the equivalency. Of the, well, no, I ain't gonna lie. It was almost like living in a prison block. Almost kind of <laughs> the same thing, bro. RAs was the CEOs, but they was just cool as fuck. So I was an RA, and I have I have some opinions about the work that I did. Um, not necessarily the work that I wanted to do for students. I just want you to know I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they was lightweight like CEOs, but they was cool. <laughs> Bro, I, I, this, this 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 is directed more to Rue. I mean, or both. You can a- answer it because I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't live on campus. You know, I moved out of state like right after uh, high school, and I went to a community college in Virginia. But how is it? Because I I never really. It, it's crazy because I've had a lot a shit ton of friends that went on campus to a college uh, a college on campus or whatever. I I think I said that backwards. But how is it living on campus? Like, I, I don't think I actually. The most fun thing literally ever. Could you imagine living in the same area with all your friends? Imagine hey. that. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, dude. So, my, so like, all your friends live in the same building. And there's no, there's no. Bro, parenting. y'all can kick it whenever. <laughs> there's do no whatever. Yes, with a bunch of new people also Nigga, around that you. It is fun as fuck. So, like you get your boys, and you know how many new, you know how many girls there is. You know how much like shit just going on day to day. There's always shit to do. Like you never bored. I wish so I would. I have a, I have a bit of a different perspective, um, from experience, of course, and studies. But I'll talk a little bit about my experience. Living on campus can either be really good, as Rue said. Or it can be really bad, actually. And I'll give you a couple examples. Because mm-hmm. when I first transferred to Westchester, like the, I was on South Campus. And I'm literally just coming. Fr- first of all, it's the spring semester. 
one thing about the spring semester is that people who came in the fall, they already have their friends from the uh-huh. fall. They already know all those people. So if you come in the spring, it's like you're joining a band that's been playing mm-hmm. for about a year already. Okay. Like, uh-huh. you're, like you're sort of just stepping in that. On top of that, I was put down South Campus where it's all apartments, all secluded, and literally it's all upperclassmen. What upperclassmen oh. do I know? Oh, like, I so know. I was literally isolated as soon as I stepped on campus. The main times I had fun was the next fall semester when I was able to move up North Campus and I was in the traditional housing with like first and second year students. But other than that, it was a complete nightmare. But if you think about it, it could be really good or bad for other students because think about where they're coming from, right? Did they come from an environment where a lot of people look just like them? Was it very diverse? Was Mm -hmm. it not? So how are they going to sort of like acclimate to that new environment with different people? Mm -hmm. On top of that, you know, if they don't necessarily have that self-authorship or self-advocacy, they don't know how to make friends. They're not good in social spaces. Like sort of like, how are they going to feel? Like, do, are they going to want to go to the events that are in the building? Are they going to say yeah. hi to people? Are they going to just go straight to the room? So just from my perspective, it can either be really good or really bad. Um, and just in my work, just working and thinking of how you can actually like support them and, you know, acclimating to the institution. Well, but I, I know I, I know I had some fun. But yeah, then you have like a, a couple really of really bad experience. A couple of people that uh, you know, you knew from high school that were like that were, so, that were living near you, like like Doug, for example. Because so, I remember, I remember visiting. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. I just remember, oh. I just remember, like I'm not gonna say last names if they're not in here, but I'll, I'll just say the first name. But oh, okay. what I was saying, like, like I remember coming up to visit you at Westchester, and we went to mm-hmm. Doug's crib. Mm-hmm. Was he one of the people that like lived near lived near you at that time? He did, but then again, he's an upperclassman with upperclassman friends. So I'm uh, stepping okay. into okay. The, so uh, I'm okay. Gotcha. Like, hey, what's going on? And it's a whole bunch of upperclassmen, right? Yes. I'm, I'm just this first year student coming from literally my community, walking to school every day, and I'm like, all right, hey guys, like what's going on? So see, yeah, your experience was completely different than mine, bro, because I went straight eighteen straight to the campus, straight on main campus, on the main house, like with all my other 18 year old and friends that I went to high school with and from all other high schools in Cleveland and Akron. Like it was like a big fucking party 24 seven, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your shit was not how mine was. That is not how it went at all. But like you said, you was with upperclassmen. I was with all freshmen. It was all of us, all freshmen. And my whole see. floor was freshmen. And you see, the thing is, this this is something I want to point out, right? You see how just in that instance, we pointed out two totally different experiences that we had. Two completely different experiences. Completely different. Both of us, with both of those experiences, we were first-year students. Yep. First-year students. Not freshmen, first-year students. You were a freshman. Oh, see, okay. I was a first-year student, right? You was a freshman. I was a a freshman. Mm -hmm. You were coming fresh from high school. Yeah, so I you were probably from part- high school. You oh, bro, we was in it. We was, <laughs> we was probably partnered up with a bunch of college. freshmen people. Yeah, nigga, we was gang gang. Exactly. Okay, okay. Now, now, now I see the difference between. So, okay. Going back to your point, Quan, earlier saying, like, you know, what may have impacted my first year of college, you know, there's so many things that could have, which is why we take all of that into account in our work because all of it matters. 
just in that little instance, you saw why. All mm-hmm. of it matters. Mm-hmm. That sucks. That's crazy. Oh, it's funny because it's like, I thought I would have a rough time coming in because, you know, when I went, when I moved out, uh, when I moved out to Virginia and, you know, I went to college out there, I thought it was going to be rough because I didn't know anybody. But, yo, I tell you this, dog. Literally, when you come from a different state and go to a school, go to a different school in another state, and you tell them where you're from, it's like, yo, they almost look at you like a king, bro. Like, I told like I told people, obviously, I'm not going to tell them, like, you know, I'm from Ben Salem. Like, I, I'm, a, I, I'm we're, we're right there near Philly. So, I would just be like, yeah, I'm from Philly. And, bro, it was like... I had a crown on my head. I had kids going around saying, yo, Philly in the house, Philly in the house. It was like, what the, like, like, why are y'all treating me like this? I'm no, I'm no different from you guys. Like, so, I mean, I thought that was pretty cool. It was, it, it was pretty funny. Like, I'm, so I'm talking about people. wasn't too bad. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bad for me to fit in because no lie. They looked at me like I was like a superior. I don't know why, just because I lived somewhere else, but it was pretty. So, What's up? that made you sort of like, so that helped you like. It helped like, me, it, it helped me fit in, I guess you could say. Got it. So, there's this one, now I'm about to, I'm about to bring out the studies. So, there's this one theory, and it's called, you know, um, marginality and matter. And basically, what it entails that, you know, some students when they get on campus they they feel marginal they feel less than they feel like you know just this small portion this small you know sizable person in this big population and i think you know with students that i've supported who have come from out of state like they've struggled with that and then there's mattering on top of that like dude how are you perceived by other people does somebody care you know what does that feel like to people so Mm -hmm. it seems like you felt like going out of state, you mattered in a sense. Like people actually, you know, drifted towards you yes. in a sense because yes. you were out of state. That's interesting. But it's crazy because, you know, I didn't, I, obviously I didn't think that was going to be a problem. I thought it was going to be like, damn, like, like, like you said, I'm coming in and it's like, I don't know anybody, but it was like the complete opposite. And I was like, wow, like that was a shock during my yeah. first year of uh college but you know that ended pretty short because you know i never went back and i moved back here so (laughs) so so then at that point you know you 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 saying you left and Mm -hmm. i guess do you want to share like a couple of the factors as to like why you left um yeah i I can definitely do that uh reason yo the one of the biggest reasons why i left was because i was homesick man i was homesick Mm. That that's pretty much it, yo. I was I was really homesick, and then you know, it's crazy because, uh, when I came back, I said I was gonna go back to Bucks, but then after that, I just got lazy. It, it's mm. I got lazy, but then I was you know I was blessed to get like a coaching job, so you know, I'm not really too. I'm not too. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like I'm 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 cool off of school now. I mean, I I don't see a need to go back at the moment. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll go back later, but you know, right now I'm 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 pretty much cool at the moment. 
so one thing I'll say um, before anything, and if anybody's listening to this, whoever, it's never too late to go back. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. You, you, you can always learn. I, like, yes. You, you can learn for the rest of your life. There's never, it's never too late to come back. Shit, you, you got Kim K. But, but, it, is, isn't Kim K, like, you know, back in school or something like that for law? Apparently, apparently she's studying law. I didn't look too much into it, but apparently she's studying law. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty cool. I mean, I've, I've been literally in classrooms with people who are two to three times my age and I've seen them still have the same passion and grit for learning and they're engaging and talking and things like that. Like it's never too late to learn. I'm probably going to be in school for the rest of my life. Cause I just love. Learning, so do honestly. you, do you plan on getting your doctor? That is that what's called doctorate, right? Thousand percent. Yes. Okay, cool. And that's like yeah. how how many years would that like be? It, like it, if you it, plan it, on it varies. It. it varies. Um, typical program could be between like four to five years. Um, it it truly it it truly depends. The most crucial thing at this stage is that I'm careful and really intentional with the program that I choose. So, I definitely plan to get it because being in higher ed. You know, that is, that's truly like the, the end all be all mm-hmm. like that. That's what you achieve to get beyond yeah. anything. That is the highest level of education possible. And, then people gotta call and, that's, doctor. and that, and there's many opportunities that come with having a doctorate, but there's many responsibilities with having mm-hmm. a doctorate. But me knowing that I just love this and what I do, I know eventually yes i'll be getting a doctorate That's right now i'm chilling <laughs> i know I <laughs> we we all to... know you need no, that you need that rest brother no we but, know um, you, no. you've been working well, your ass bro like i said there was there was one period you know you didn't cut us off but you had to you had to like stop talking to us because you were so built up in school but i i I'm going to tell you as a friend, I'm happy that you did that. And I I was never mad that you did that because I understood that you were out there grinding to get your master's. I was oh, let's get into it. Oh, let's talk about mental health. <laughs> I was let's, asked. Let's, yeah, let's, no, let's, let's but talk before, about mental before health, we talk about me- Before we talk about mental health, though, hey, my man Marcus. Okay. Oh. All right, whatever. I, but don't ask an idiot. We can we can hop health. into the mental health. He's probably over there dying on his water fast. <laughs> no, nah, man, it was being a solo. It was um, it was a grind, and like me stepping away, it wasn't necessarily me saying like, "Oh, I hate y'all," but no, I was, I was being very very toxic. No, nah, we we a, like like I said, we very. It was a very stressful point in my education second semester of you know grad school it's two out of four like that was probably the most grueling oh no the third semester was probably the most grueling year going from mid first to second to mid third semester that was the middle part was honestly the worst um so me stepping away I, like i just knew that i wasn't you know giving all things still, positive oh, okay, and i really just had to step away and just say listen like I'm just going to put this down for a little bit and give y'all y'all space. I just need some time Mm -hmm. because right now I'm going through it, man. But unfortunately, you know, with that stress, it just, it's it's just not good for the people around you, especially, you know, people that are close to you because 
well, what do you do when you're stressed and you're overwhelmed? The nearest person gets it, you know, and that's not good. And people who didn't deserve, you know, my attitude or things like that, you know, they got it. But well, I, you, yeah, you, I had to step you, away. You know, it's crazy too because, like, I'm not gonna say it's full. I'm not gonna say because I, I didn't know you were stressed. If I knew you were stressed, I would have laid off with you know the 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 dick eating on you. I I, I, I would have laid off. See, I didn't know that that you were you 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 were in that state at at that See, time. And the, the and that's the thing about that's the thing about it. Sometimes it's Can invisible. We talk about? Sometimes it's invisible and you never see it, right? Sometimes it's invisible you and you never see. What? So, Sometimes Mr. Marcus, you, uh, you know, we 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 were talking about the whole college thing, and we wanted your input, but you were probably over there dying off your water fast. What's nah, your just, what, what's your input? I just let you guys talk that out because I had no input. On I mean, it, so. even if you, I mean, like, even if you didn't go to college, I mean, you could still put in input of like, you know, maybe like why you didn't go to college or like the reasoning, the reasoning I, of you not going to college. You see what I'm saying? Like, I there's no, go. there's, there's no wrong. Uh, oh yeah, you did go. I do remember that. Really I, I no went, I went, but I, I, I was only there for like fucking like a couple weeks and then i just never went back like I, I don't know like school me i just i, I just couldn't do it like, like it's not that school was bad like i mean like they say oh you can go through this many years whatever get all these degrees still not get certain jobs whatever i mean but it still helps mm-hmm. you know at the end of the day you know something to just put on your resume or whatever like i'm not saying i would never go back but right now i'm not even worried about that shit like it's just not and it's it's funny because you know stancil even said it you know you're never too old to go to college or go to school it's never too late yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you never are you never are it's okay not to go to college and i think that the the issue with i think high schools is that we don't say that enough and some people you know college may not be the environment for them Maybe they'll do better in a different environment. People will thrive in different ways. Like I said, everybody is different. So if there is a certain way that you learn, a certain environment that you learn in that is more conducive than college, then absolutely. If you need a break, of course. One thing I would say if you're planning to go back and, you know, learning or maybe school is not your best suit or like your biggest strength find an institution that fits your needs there's so many different types that you can go to that will like mm-hmm. better suit you you don't have to go to the big name you don't have to go mm-hmm. to the largest and what the most renowned you know uh history or anything like that like go somewhere that fits for you i went to westchester because i was like it's about an hour or so away my parents don't have to drive far it's like it's a medium ish size it's large now, but when I got there, it's it was medium because they built lots of stuff. But the thing about it is, you know, you're going to thrive in different environments. And luckily in higher ed, there's different types of institutions. So, you know, if you want to go to a big school, great, you can go to a big school. You want to go to a small school? Sure. You want to take hybrid classes? You can do that. All online? There's programs for that. So just really looking at your options and making an informed decision, I think that's key. But I mean, it's also okay not to go. Like, yeah, it's it's definitely okay. Not it's crazy because I, I I look back and I think about it. Um, I'm 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 gonna give you two 
two situations, right? And I'm going to give you three because remember how I, I was telling you, like, the reason why I left, you know, Virginia and, and like, all that? I, I have another thing to add because it just popped up, and I don't know why it didn't pop up when I was thinking about right, it. But one, if I had to go back to school, I would have definitely went to a tech school because I look at, like, bro, like, if I would have knew about tech school, like, I knew about tech school, obviously, but I didn't know, like, like basically the tech school, like, that's near us set basically sets you up for life. They, they they actually they, they just don't give you a diploma and say, yeah, go find a job. They actually like push you to like, you know, to put you in a field once you're out of tech school, which is actually pretty crazy. Yeah. And I, I wish I would have done that. Two, the, the, the second thing I was saying, going back to me leaving, I think another reason why I left college, like the school in Virginia, is because I wasn't doing any i wasn't doing any athletic uh activities like track for example um mm-hmm. back in high school i look at it like this back in high school you know i think if track wasn't there i'd probably be failing out of school not wanting to do anything but track was literally my push to go to school every day and have i'm not going to say the best grades because i didn't have the best grades but i had passing grades so I right. think so I, what I'm saying is I think if you know if shit didn't happen my senior year of high school if any if no one knows that's watching this podcast uh I guess you could say I was a track star I say I I was mediocre at it all the time but I say if I was pushed to go to college after high school for track I think I would have made it all 4 years throughout college because at the end of the day, I know why I'm here at college because I'm grinding to stay on the track team. Yeah. But so since some, some type of motivation. Yeah, some s- yes, of- motivation. But since, you know, I was in college and, you know, another factor was, you know, I'm not running track. So it's just like because that was my whole plan. I was going to go do my two years or or one year at the community college that I went to in Virginia and then trans- transfer to George Mason because I, I had a friend that went to Pensbury, go to George Mason, and he talked to the coach, and he was like, yeah, you know, once you're done your 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 shit at Inova, yeah, we'll, we'll be welcome, we'll, we'll have you. Like, you know, you're welcome to try out. But it was right. just like, it, was, it just sucked going to school and not doing, not having a motive. Okay. So, once again, you know, coming back to it, just to, because I'm, I'm going to say this all the time just to, you know, kind of sort of, like, flex my muscle and say, like, yeah, I actually did get something out of my education. Mm -hmm. What you're saying right now, it acknowledges one of the theories that we were taught, and it's basically called, you know, the theory of student departure. And there's a few reasons why students don't persist and they don't actually stay in college, one of them being academic difficulties, one of them being, like, a lack of integration to, like, a new environment. Mm -hmm. But another one is the inability to actually achieve their goals, whatever they may be. Yeah. So it sounds like an ability to achieve your goals, your goal of, you know, being on the track team, being an athlete, that was one big reason why you were saying, hey, I'll depart. It wasn't necessarily the academic difficulties. You didn't encounter that yet. Yeah. But if you want to integrate into that environment, you had that goal, but that inability to actually achieve that goal 
led to less integration to the environment, which made mm-hmm. you homesick and you left. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like little things like that, how I broke that down, literally that's what I do in my work every single day. So, you know, it it's, it's, it's unfortunate mm-hmm. because there's like, cause now there's support on campus for stuff like that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But yeah, man, it, it, your struggle is very real. You know, so and it's crazy, too, because if I know some community colleges have like, you know, track teams, basketball teams, um, I'm just going to say now, if you know, if Innova, if Innova had had a a track team, I would have ran for it. I I would have my bachelor's. Let's just put it that way from a university Mm -hmm. of George Mason. But, you know, I just didn't have that motive. And yeah. it sucks because I, I I compare it to also high school. My fall for the fall seasons, like the the, because I did two seasons of throughout my high school career. I did two seasons of cross country and two seasons of not doing anything in fall, doing anything during the fall. Right. The two years I didn't do anything in fall, man, my parents are yelling at me every day, every day, every day. So like right. it's 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 almost a blessing because I'm glad that I you know I did track because it also got me it put me on a straight it put me on a straight path with schooling because like I said the schooling wasn't hard it was just you know I had a motive which was track to stay on the track team not to let down you know my teammates by bad grades so I I stood on top of my grades you know don't get me wrong. I, I'm not saying I always had good grades. You know, I slip a little bit, but, you know, my dad would, hey, 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 you're slipping. You need to get back on the track. You know, right. I got back on the track. But, yeah, that's no. that, that, that that's that's another reason why I felt like I left school, too. One of my biggest things was, like, I wanted to run track, too. And, you know, and you did. The, well, the reality you, eventually. The, the reality of it being a like you don't have enough money to go to a four-year institution let's go to community college and no sports at community college i mean that was like that like crushed my heart yeah coming straight out of high school but i had no other choice but to grind it out at community college and that actually was one of my main motivators in community college i was like i want to go to westchester and i want to run i actually want to go to westchester to run but like you said, yeah, I did. I ran for a year, and I was like, "Whoa, um, this is a lot. I love it, but uh, this is a lot. Six days a week, it's like a full time job, like three hours a day. Mm-hmm. I got more stuff I want to do on campus. Yeah, but yeah, man, that was actually my motivator to get from community college to Westchester. So, like I said, like you know, like y- your your experience is valid. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, it, like, it's very real. So, yeah, man, it, that was big for me, too, most definitely. So being able to go to Westchester and do it, I, that's something that I'm so glad I was able to do. All, we're all happy for you, dog. It's crazy. Know, it's man. crazy to say that one of my friends that I know has his master's. That that only motivates me to, like, go hard in my craft, man. It, it, it just, like, you, you said seven years? Seven straight years. Seven years after twelve, like dying. After twelve, that's crazy, man. 
Yeah, so almost 19, 20-ish years straight of just schooling. Yeah, pretty much. And it's crazy because, like, I'm just glad that I have the support system, you know, the the people around me. And I'm not even talking about real life. Well, some of you guys, I, most of you guys, I know you in real life. But I'm talking about just in the Discord. It's just, it's it's amazing to see, like, how good our group is doing. And, you know, it just motivates me to do, like, yeah. Well, because I want to fit in, basically. Just, yeah. you know, it's 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 pretty nice, it's pretty cool. Yeah, man. And I think you know, it. I think still, because we're about wait, what's today's date? Twenty fifth. So I graduated about a month and a week ago, and you know, I'm still trying to actually process that I've earned a master's. Mm-hmm. Because with undergrad, you know, when I earned my bachelor's, it was like, I was super excited. I was like, yes, I'm graduating. Like, I'm so excited. It's about time. Right? But when I earned my master's, that feeling was honestly just relief. <laughs> I was, I'm so serious. It was really just relief that I was done. Like, I wasn't, that same excitement that I had, I didn't have it. I was like, I was like, I'm done. Like, thank you. I was like, I was just like, well, I'm yeah. Technically, I'm not, I'm not done. But yeah. at that at that point, I just like, I took like a deep breath and was like, I have no more homework. Man, I think I want to go to business school. That man wiped the sweat off. Pretty much. Like, God damn. I, I think like, I want to go to business school. Business school. Yeah, because I want to own my own business at one point in time, bro. Hmm. And I want to know how to do all of that shit. Well, you definitely can. That's what I'm saying. I mean, well, I, many, I, I think I'm probably gonna wait till I got a little bit of money spilt up, and then I'm gonna go to the business. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy, bro. Like, cause you, you, you got, you went to college, then you went to an institute for cars. It would be pretty cool, cause I feel like you, you've been everywhere, bro. I didn't see <laughs> damn been, near every walk been, of you've life. Been, you've been you every, <laughs> you've been everywhere. I've seen the most of the most to the least of the least, bro. I've seen the niggas in their worst and niggas at their best. I've seen it all. So. I so I'm curious. I don't know if I should ask this question. Do people do, does the podcast know about your um No uh, no not really, but I don't care. So, you know, with your past, are you can you get like financial aid? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I never sold drugs. As long as you ain't never sold drugs, you can get financial aid. Really? That's Yeah, as long as you've never sold drugs, you can get financial aid. Because they probably wow. that, see. Oh, oh, oh! Hold on, hold on. This is my turn. Let me let me let me school you. Let me let me school you. Let me school you. Let me sit back. No, 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 no. I'm gonna go ahead and show you. <clears throat> so listen, <laughs> this started with the Clinton administration. All right. Now you know how black people seem to love Bill Clinton. You know Hillary Clinton because they think that they were so cool. Right now, niggas don't realize that the Clintons actually started the war on drugs. Hence, yes. giving like niggas excess time for having, you know, marijuana, crack, cocaine. Some obviously some drugs are, you know, designed to have more time. But that was also one of the stipulations was that if you ever got caught dealing in these type of drugs, you couldn't get any financial aid, which was a way to keep a lot of people from going to college. Regardless of what you have done prior, if you had sold drugs, you wouldn't get financial aid. Obviously, that makes no sense at all. Like there's murderers, rapists. And you know, stole millions of dollars, all of them, but just people who can't sell drugs. You didn't think that that's not a weird stipulation? That that is odd, because 
like the first thing I thought of because unfortunately people who have been uh, you know locked up they they basically have no life after that like mm-hmm. everything is just all, all everything's just stripped from them and I was like well, would you be able to get finished but well, only if yeah. you sold only drug dealers, bro. Now, and, and another big part of that was because it's so easy to just sign up for school, get that little financial aid check, and then flip drugs with yeah. that. Like that was a lot of thing that a lot of drug dealers did as well. But it literally started with that war on drug shits from the Clintons. Don't so, let niggas don't be sleep to that type of shit. Like that type of shit you have to find out from older black people. Because that's not the type of shit that people gonna just tell you. So now, one thing about those flipping those refund checks, you actually can't do that anymore. No, no, no. Something. I'm saying like no, for the I'm, people no, who try to do it. I'm not saying yeah, it was no, successful, no, no. Saying, but I was just saying. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, no, I, I definitely understand that, but I want to sort of give y'all some insight into like why. So there's some called in the Office of Financial Aid. It's called verification. So basically, when you fill out a FAFSA form, you know, online, you send that to the U.S. Department of Education, and you say. I made this much money. I live here. You know, I'm going to this school and this is my economic status, et cetera, et cetera. Here's my family, blah, blah, blah. Then they send that information to blank school, right? But then randomly, sometimes, sometimes not, mostly, you know, students who are of mid to low income families, unfortunately, U.S. Department of Education says, all right, you said that on your FAFSA. We need to verify that this is true. So we need your parents' W-2s, your W-2s. We need this form, this form, this form, this form, this form. So now all these mid to low-income families literally have to call the IRS and get their tax returns, their W-2s, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then provide X school with those documents so that they can send them over and verify that. So, mm-hmm. the, so before, they didn't have to do that. And you could just say, hey, like, I did this, I did that. And you could get a refund check, flip it, do whatever you want with it. Now they stopped all that. You now, I will have to tell you that there you is a loophole to that, You have to prove that you're poor. There is a loophole to that, though, Stancil. Like, so, boom, right? If you can... All right. well, don't give it away on a... On a yeah, there, there's a loophole. <laughs> Shit, now. if you can tell me... I'm about to tell you right <laughs> now. I'm too, I didn't want to <laughs> tell that's what I had to do. I had to show W-2s, all that money. shit, right? But there's the loophole behind that is, depending on your situation, if you are, uh, like, if you're under a certain age and if, like, if you can say that one of your parents weren't in your life or neither one of your parents was in your life or take it helping you with anything, you don't have to submit any of that shit because so, that's what Jennifer did. She never yeah. had to submit anything for any of her parents you would have to file as an independent. So yep. yeah, you would have yep. to you would have to file as an independent, and that's mm-hmm. a process within it. Kids, oh yeah, it is a process, but that's kids the, don't that's use how you it. Get around that. Kids at home don't do it. No, no, you're gonna just fuck yourself. You're gonna end up in debt, so it ain't no point in doing it unless you're a drug dealer. <laughs> but yeah. you know, drug dealers don't do it. Good luck with that. <laughs> wow. That's something. Best I, of I, luck to you with that. I didn't ever know that. Wow. Yo, Marcus, let's go out there and do it. Oh no. What? I hate you. <laughs> I said, let's go out there and be in debt from but college. Yeah, that, that, but that's still be flexing with rich that money. Financial aid, like that shit well, sucks for good. a lot of people. It's, you know, financial But it aid. makes sense, though. It makes sense why they hold that money out like that. It, it's Bro, they give out so much free money. It's like, 
you gotta put some type of limitation on that. No, I'm not. It's not really free. I'm gonna ask you, but I mean, okay, so all right, so grant money kind of free, kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you have once again you have to prove that you're poor in a sense. Yo, didn't they grants. just start offering classes to I don't know if it's just older people for like thirty dollars a class? Yes, like I that. saw that and Twitter was in a in a war the one night because it was like it wasn't even that. It was like for a dollar, dog. I, I saw it for yeah, a dollar. It was like for the uh for the seniors or something like that, dollar for the seniors and kids were yeah. like they, 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 they were saying like you know that's not fair because they're not going to even use their use their uh their education. They're just doing it just to have that you know that plaque. You know versus the kids that are out here grinding to actually have a decent life, have like a decent life. Why is it not a dollar for us? Oh yeah, I was on Twitter. It was a war that night. Well, there's different 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 states are doing different programs. Like New Jersey is trying to you know have community college be free. Like they're trying to actually get that going ASAP. I know so, Obama I mean, was trying to do that just overall, right? Like on in the U.S. Or am I, I? I thought he was trying to do that like for the whole U.S. community college for free, but I don't think that got anywhere. It would have been dope. It would have yeah. never got passed. I just I really, find I really it so crazy. I just find it so crazy that literally you have kids that are willing to be like taught and like why college isn't free but i understand why it isn't free but like just it's man if i was if i was like bill gates billionaire like man it had like lebron money i would literally nah but then you would have everyone trying to come to your college if it was free (laughs) nope never mind can't do that but you see what i'm saying like i would just make college education free Honestly, it's all broken, and the thing about it is education is it's not valued in this country. It's just not, and it's historically underfunded. You know, there mm-hmm. it, it, in each year, state allocations get lower and lower. So what does that lead to? Increases in tuition. And- but with that, financial aid, federal aid has yet to change. So what does that cause people to do? Go to private lenders. You go to a private lender. What's that interest rate going to look like? Two, three times worse than your uh, federal aid. Yeah. So there's a systematic issue with it, and it all goes back to capitalism. And it's just I don't want to get into that because we'll be here all night. But yeah, it, it's it's capitalism which is the issue. And it's just crazy because it's like you're in a cycle, right? Like, like you. You pay so much money to get in college, right? Bust your ass, do this and that, bada bang, bada boom. You get out of college. You're you're in a crazy amount of debt, and you're in a good job, and now you're working basically your whole life just to pay your college. Debt, debt <laughs> is a modern version of slavery. It's just it's crazy because it's, it's like at the end of the day, it's like, dog, what was the point of doing this <laughs> when I'm sitting no, that, here just paying for is- my education for the rest, rest of my life? Debt is literally a modern version of slavery. Like, like literally, literally, that is how control is kept over people. Instead of physically being in chains, they are financially in chains. For the rest of their <laughs> it's life. crazy, bro. And, that's, and credit and all of those things tied together. Yes, it is. It's modern slavery. Debt is literally that, and it it keeps people in, in chains for the rest of their life. 
literally. Like I'm in I'm in pretty decent depth for my education and how much of it I've gotten mm-hmm. because fortunately I've, you know, been able to get it paid for by being in positions where they'll they'll pay for certain things and having graduate assistantships and having my tuition paid for. But no, that once those student loans kick in, like, no, it's it's really gonna start hitting my pockets. And yeah. it's it's truly it's gonna be a reality for a good chunk of my life. So yeah. It's so crazy, man. It's honestly crazy. But I feel like I, I remember I talked to you one day about it and you said it seems like you're on a good path and you I mean if you do what you say you were you were going to do, which I believe that you're pro- you're 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 gonna do, is that I remember you said you were gonna get your job, right? Your 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 schooling career job. And you said mm-hmm. I, I think I remember you saying you were gonna retire by forty and start your own business. Man, that'd be a dream. <laughs> that'd be a dream come true. Um there's there's a couple of, you know, private um private practices that I wanna pursue. Mm-hmm. Um I wanna you know, I want to get into my first professional position and see how I'm able to balance that. But I have a few ideas. I have a couple, well, actually a group of colleagues that, you know, they have their own private practice. They, one, either left higher ed to pursue their own private practice and mm-hmm. doing pretty well, or they're currently in higher ed and they have their own private practice and they do that on top of their higher ed work. So seeing how I can balance my professional work and private practice, I want to do that first. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll be retired at 40, though. Honestly, I won't, because I just love learning too much, and I'll, <laughs> I'll literally be in higher ed for the rest of my life. Like, Exactly. That's good. So, That's good to hear. Love learning. So, yeah. Shit, because yeah, I don't. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> <laughs> Shit, because I don't. <laughs> but it's it's. Cause I I plan I would I would love to do the same thing you know my father pushes me he's like yeah you know he he said he wishes he would have done it uh he he pushes me you know when you get a little, little bit of bread in your pocket shh, go into real estate man go into real estate uh, recession's hitting buy, 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 real estate right now. buy buy oh. buy your own property mm. so it's yeah like, that's what a, that's what a lot of people are actually doing now recession. he's like he was saying like you know try to get a pop try to get a property on college like temple your own property rented out to the kids where it's always going to be rented out you know and, and it's crazy because i was just talking to rude too about it we were, we were talking about a streamer you know that was like uh we it, we were talking about a streamer like a, a streamer a content creator that was just like you know after my content creation i i wouldn't know what i would do after it and i'm saying like if i blew up if I blew up, I'm instantly once I get like a nice little lump sum of cash, my instant thing is I I want to put something into that's gonna generate money a second a second source of income, you know. Yeah. I, and and it's crazy because I thought about it and I was like, what's something that you're always gonna need? I think what I would do is, I'm 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 starting up my own barbershop and I don't know anything about cutting hair. I'm about to say there's a we actually Yeah, you don't, don't even have to go. You wouldn't even have to go. That's what I'm saying. As long as I own the barbershop, all the money at the end of the day is still coming towards me. Yeah, basically. You just employing people. Yeah, that's all it is. 
So that would that would be something because Rue Rue came up with a good point. I I forgot what it was. He said something like, you know, um, you know, yeah, basically just starting a business, which he was saying earlier. You know, starting his own business, and you know, I was like, shit, like low key. Oh, he brought up a laundromat. Your people are always gonna need a laundromat. Need that money, bro. And it's like, you know that. I, I would definitely do that. Like, and I don't even have to get my my feet dirty at my own barbershop. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I would definitely do that. Have that second source of income, man. Definitely. Knowing where to put your money and why. That's what they. Uh, a lot of these new rappers like they get pushed into buying real estate now, because like most of these dudes, they know they just blow up. All they do is just. Spend their money on fucking clothes, cars, shit, and then they just in the next ten years because they don't know what to invest in, mm-hmm. you know. And it's also like, like, like a lot of the YouTubers who go broke is the people who blew up and nobody was around them to tell them, oh, you should do that or you should do it. They're just alone, so they just blow their money on fucking mm-hmm. unnecessary things, and they go, but you know, if you have, like, if you, uh, what's I know that one dude, um. Speaking of him, fucking, fucking Deji, I know. Oh God, that his family. Uh, no, no, just because you bring up buying, uh, renting out places. His family owns. Uh, his family they bought out hella apartment, like, like hundreds of them, and they make mad bread just from that. So his parents. Uh, oh, so the parents, so Deji and KSI parents are eating too. Yeah, like their parents, their parents basically do all their financial shit for them oh. and that's basically like they quit their jobs and they do that shit so it's, it's like you know if you have people around you like that that shit is good man but at the same time they can also fuck you over later on so yeah hey real quick i'm about to interrupt all y'all real quick fellas i enjoyed our conversation fortunately i gotta go to bed i gotta be up early in the morning have a great night well thank you stancil thank you I appreciate you coming through. It was a wonderful time having you. Um, definitely would love to have you back on here again. 100% appreciate facts. Appreciate 100% facts. All right, man. All right, y'all. Y'all take it easy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, appreciate <laughs> everyone coming out tonight, listening, and the people that will be listening. Thank you. This is episode two out of the 3SH podcast, and we will be back with you with some more. Long Sometime talk, in the future. Long talk in the future with episode three. And we're out. You're.